All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, C.J. Simonson and Kate Brockman. Hello and welcome to Trailer Trash on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network, the show where trailers get the fair and balanced critique that they deserve after a night of drinking. We've been doing some drinking. My name is CJ Simonson. I'm the music editor of our Merry-Go-Round Magazine. I am joined by... I am Kate Brown and I am the TV editor of Merry-Go-Round Magazine, which I have also been doing some drinking. This is definitely not the second time I've had to do this, and we are joined by... <laughs> Alex Mandanek. Yay! Yay! Mandy's here! Mandy's a dear friend from our from our salad days at Chapman University. Well, and what do you do for a living? And I am an assistant editor at <clears throat> a place that cuts movie trailers. So wow, like to, yeah, our yeah. first legit industry trailer guest. Well, in quotes, I guess we've had some, we've had <laughs> some Not in quotes. I we, like we've had know. some industry guests, but you're the first person that we've had on that has actually like worked with trailers, trailers specifically. Okay. Well, now the pressure's on. You know, Lot, yeah, big, big shoe, big non-existent shoes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm you, you get bar. to, you get to set the bar. Definitely. So in the future, I don't know who's like a famous trailer editor person. Mm, whenever that guy comes on, exist. whenever that guy comes on, you'll be like, oh shit, I gotta come on again. But yeah, for now, for now, it's you, man. You're I'm a trailblazer. I'm you're the one you gotta beat. You're truly the Daniel Boone of this podcast. <laughs> Have a, yeah, I'll take that. For the background, uh, what are maybe some things that you've worked on that uh, people would be like, oh, fuck yeah, that thing? Um, one of the bigger trailers that the company worked on was the Black Panther trailer. Oh! Uh, I've heard about it. I believe it made some money. It made a few bucks, I think. Yeah. You know, it's a Marvel movie, so it's, uh, it's up there for sure. People liked it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we do uh, just all sorts of things. We did a few things for the Mary Poppins Returns as yeah, well. So. I saw that over nice. the break. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah so, Did you yeah. like it? It looks very good. It is. Uh, you know, I, I thought it's fun. Looks fun. Yeah. She. Uh, she absolutely does BMX biking in this movie, <laughs> which is a, a trip she and a does. half. Does she really? No. Oh, yeah. That wasn't a lie. <laughs> what that the would fuck? be. That would be a surreal thing. For wait. Me to no, is that wait? Is that real? That's very real. <laughs> I can't tell if you're fucking with me right now. Oh, I'm definitely not. Yeah, she no, really does ride BMX. I mean, bikes it's in the, it's in you know TV hey. spots. Oh, he, yeah, he would know. <laughs> Christ. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda raps, and we're like, we get it. Uh, <laughs> you know, plenty of things happen. It's fine. Uh, she, Emily Blunt is amazing in it. Um, yes, but I mean, it, when is she not really true? Uh, but you know, like just like the original Mary Poppins, like I don't know, like it feels a little long. This movie's like over two hours, which does not need. I'll see but. it. I got a very handsome arc like gift card for Christmas. So. There you go. Oh, there, you there, go. there you go. I'll enjoy that. I'm on that I will. I will actually bandwagon. I will actually oh, see a couple movies this year. My whole bit this year has been that I only saw two movies in 2018, and they were Eighth Grade and Slender Man. Okay, okay. Well, Eighth Grade's a great movie, so you got that at least. <laughs> I, I hesitate, Picking your words carefully. <laughs> I hesitate to say that I enjoyed them almost equally, but for very different reasons. Fair enough. Yeah, fair. I just never saw Slender Man, so I have no opinion. God, it's so great. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like, if you're going into it for, like, the reason that most people would go into the Slender Man movie, it's just 
perfect. It's exactly what you want. I mean, I'll sing the praises of Rampage. So <laughs> that's that's me. Well, with Slenderman, my favorite one of my favorite parts of Slenderman is she goes over. There's like a high school guy that she like wants to bang, right? And she mm-hmm. goes over to his house, and he's like, he has like a whole bookshelf full of vinyls, and he's like, vinyl, and, vinyl <laughs> multiple records it's on like vinyl. Sheep. It's like sheep. Sheep. She has multiple vinyl. He has multiple vinyl. And he and she's like running her fingers over them. And she's like, I didn't know you were such a music fan. And then he puts on like Pink Floyd. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is so amazing. That's the universal symbol that someone's into music if they have a Pink Floyd vinyl. It's like clearly his dad's. I fucking love the Slender Man movie. Like, uh, like... I hesitate to say unironically I love it because it's just so dumb. <laughs> Though when I'm thinking about it, it does blur into the Bye Bye Man a little bit. Never saw that. Never saw it. Yeah. This is this is a recurring bit on this podcast is that I only see like just like slutty Sundance bait and then like bad, bad, bad horror Did movies. you see Wish Upon? No, but I want oh, to so man, bad. That's that's a movie you should I'm, say. I'm on sure. that. I'm on that. Your movie sucks, grind. So yeah. I, I so I know that it's 100%. on the list. Percent. There's a line where a character goes, "You dig on the multiverse." <laughs> all you need. All Amazing. you need. Uh, we Amazing. are drinking uh, Ki- uh, Kenobi Kyoto Dry Gin right now. Thank you, my boss. Yes. Uh, you got this for me for good. Christmas, and it is very yeah, good. It's excellent. It's very right? good. We're about to take a shot of New Amsterdam grapefruit vodka. <laughs> a, a departure. A slight yeah. departure. Uh, let's go ahead and do that right now. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm, unfortunate. Uh, yep, that's a lot. It. I'm washing it down with this gin. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, fuck you guys. Okay, let's start off with the trailer that everyone is talking about for us. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But you have a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Us looks great. Yeah. I feel like that's a hot take, right? No one thinks yeah, this right? movie it's looks very good. Pretty controversial. <laughs> People for sure. haven't been spending two weeks talking about how good it is. So uh, why would we be any different? Um, scissors are creepy. There's some scissors. Yeah, so creepy. Obviously, if you don't watch the US trailer, you probably have your head in the sand a little bit because it was everywhere around the Christmas. I saved myself. I was very good, and I saved myself until we are recording this podcast until I watched it because I'm like, this is gonna be a good one, and it was. The scissors thing I did write down because. It seems like an inefficient way for people to be killing things, and so it either has some kind of symbolism or... No, because the point isn't efficiently killing someone. The point is the experience and causing them much pain. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's it's not the efficiency. It's that it you get to enjoy it, I guess. But scissors are, again, like not... Like, you could do that with a knife. You could do that with plenty of other torture devices. Scissors, not... 
Like, if I had scissors right now, I could not do that much damage to you. Yeah, you could! Yeah, I mean, depends on where you stabbed me. But as far as the golden... But now we're using them as a stabbing tool and not well, a cutting and then, tool. And then you might as well just use a knife at that point. Right, which is where I'm No, at. but with scissors, it's so much scarier but, because it's so brutal. And I don't know why, but the golden scissors remind me of the scissors that the three fates use in Hercules. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. to cut the, the lifelines of people, so... That's one hundred percent the kind of, of symbolism that would exist. Yeah, in this movie. and like I w- wouldn't put it past Jordan Peele to use some type of symbolism like that. So that's where I think the scissors are coming from. I think you're probably right. It um, is. It is. This trailer is spooky, scary. I don't like it. I hadn't watched it until tonight when we we're recording this podcast. So these are all very organic reactions that I'm having. The fact that it's like us, like the the title us. And, like, the four people that show up are just, like, exact replicas of this family. Replicas well, of people we'll get into. Replicas of people get into later. Smiles. Yeah, they're, but they're, like, the, the same visually. And Young's hair, I think, is different. I think yeah. they're, like, slight variants. Obviously, the, like, the young boy is, like, is some kind of, like, mask or yeah, something's going on there's there. There's, like, a quick shot with, like, burns on his face or something. Yeah, yeah. so he's not quite an exact It's very spooky yeah. scary. The thing that really stuck out to me about this trailer is that Get Out was very obvious in terms of, like, politically what it was going for, and this is not. This seems like a much more straightforward horror film. Well, he has, he has, he has come out and said that this there is no, like... A lot of people are reading into a lot of the, like the potential like light get out like mm-hmm. racial commentaries that might be being made and he was like nope there's no racial commentary this is simply like how we are our own worst enemies and like there's that's the underlying subtext of all this which is interesting yeah i love yeah, that i'm sure there is beyond that sl- subtle racial commentary being made but that is it doesn't at least according to him doesn't appear to be the actual overall narrative which I guess makes sense. He probably doesn't want to be pigeonholed as a director that like is only making like social commentary, social commentary <laughs> horror films. The, the yeah. Tyler yeah. Perry of horror. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, no, I, I really love this for Jordan Peele because when you break it down, comedy and horror are really similar in terms of it's like a build up, a build up, a build up, a build up, and then a payoff. And whereas yeah. like in a in a trailer or sorry in a horror film it's maybe like a big scare. But in a comedy film, it's like a big laugh. It's the same. It's the same skeleton. Yeah. And I love that for Jordan Peele that he's really digging into this. And I think he's kind of like the dark horse of the Key and Peele to who was gonna make it. You know what I mean? Because Key and Peele has been in a couple movies here and there. Like Don't Think Twice is one of my favorite movies ever. It's so good. But Jordan Peele, I feel, is the one who has really staked his claim in the in the the um. The the world of cinema as well, a director. I think the thing that I find most interesting about Jordan Peele at this point, and uh, this trailer proves it, and Get Out proves it, and the fact, but is like, and also his interest in wanting to make the Twilight Zone reboot. Yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Tells me a lot about the. I mean, like that alone, I think if we would have paid more attention to it, would tell us a lot about like that's the type of movie he wants to make, and I think both Get Out and this do feel like kind of large extended episodes of a Twilight Zone movie. And yeah, I think if that's definitely. the way that he thinks about making movies, 
I can't think of a lot of directors outside of M. Night Shyamalan, you know, early in his career who were trying to do similar things where it's like, well, we just want to tell this really sophisticated, nuanced kind of uh, short length horror film that does that that has something, you know, more specific to say. That's very a very Twilight Zone kind of thing to do. And I think that the Us trailer like murders it. Like it, it definitely yeah. <laughs> quite it, literally, quite literally. <laughs> but it feels like there's a lot of like, you know, there's the cuts to like the rabbit testing. There's all sorts of like interesting things where it's like you yeah. could you could pour over this trailer and study it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then just as far as like the trailer aspect goes, I love the way they incorporate uh you know five on it with um you know just other sort of like suspenseful sounds and things like that i really like the way they incorporate the happiness that you feel at the beginning of the trailer with sort of the suspenseful building or the horror that comes afterwards so it's just a very effective trailer in and of itself you know regardless of however the movie is which i'm sure is you know gonna be an entertaining watch at the very least but it really does, you know, is pretty efficient in terms of bringing you into this world and into the suspense where it's like kind of our world, kind of surreal with, you know, the faces of all the different characters. And and the match cuts between the yeah. actual, like, presumably real people and the clones, too, yeah. which kind of begins to, like, happen as the trailer speed progresses. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's like a really good editing device, it, I think. Yeah, it's a good way to blend reality with this larger dark fantasy that seems to be taking place yeah it reminded me a lot of uh, invasion of the body snatchers which i just i just watched both of the original and the remake recently but like there's a ton of what feels like you know homage to that happening in this trailer which also you know both those movies capture a really delightful kind of uh insane surrealness of like what would happen like how would you even feel about seeing someone that is literally built the exact same as you and i I'm excited to watch him play with those conventions and devices. Yeah. Um, what I'm not excited about is Elizabeth Moss saying vodka o'clock. Could really do without that. <laughs> but the, but that's it's, the point. Yeah. I understand. It's just a not very subtle way to get that point across. Like but, har har white people. Yeah, right. We people, suck. We know. Thank we you. We are functioning alcoholics, and to us, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, to other how appropriate people, for this podcast. Yeah, right. I need to know what they're like. I need this movie to explain the affiliation between or the the like connection between her and I think it's Tim Heidecker. Is her yeah, husband, I, I right? believe they're married. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah, what their connection is to the family because okay. I don't think they have like kids or something, do they? Like, I mean. If I were going solely on what the trailer seemed, it's like they're just another family another, that lives yeah, in this yeah, neighborhood. Yeah. But speaking of Tim Heidecker, very excited to see him in just things. You know, yeah, I'm 100%. a huge fan of his, and I'm I'm really curious to see how he goes about playing a role like this because he can do you know sort of dramatic, not necessarily as sarcastic kind yes. of things as he's done. And you know, I'm a fan, so I'm excited to see him. Also, uh, Winston Duke from Black Panther, very yes. excited to see in a lead role. And of he course, looks great. Yeah, you know, and Lupita Nyongo is just fantastic in like, everything she's in. Hands so. down, just yeah. a gem. So, like, cast alone is enough to get me to see this movie, plus the director, plus I thought it was a very effective trailer in terms of showing the horror. I just hope it is a little scarier than Get Out, because while I loved Get Out, 
didn't quite seem like a horror film to me. It was more like a thriller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know. This does seem to like have a lot more of the strangers kind of like actual deep horror running yeah. through its it's kind of like DNA. There's some spooky people about. in masks. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, the home invasion aspect right? of it too. What was that big movie that came out with the home invasion? With the mom. It came out on Mother's Day. The strangers pray at night. No, 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 no. It was with Gabrielle Union. Oh, Breaking In. Yeah! Yes! That was yes. a really big um, home invasion movie that came out last year. But home invasion yeah. movies straddle a line between being horror movies and thrillers pretty frequently, yeah. too, though. So, yeah. So I'm hoping... I mean, I think the thing I really like about this, too, is that, like, I think Jordan Peele is kind of an unobvious, or at least based on Get Out, like, was an unobvious kind of pick for, like, the J.J. Abrams mantle of, like... I'm going to put details in this thing that you're going to want to comb over in the like slow down, you know, 1080p 4K trailer yeah. kind of like pause through. And I don't think we would have thought that through Get Out because I don't think anyone knew to do that for the Get Out trailer. You know, we weren't mm-hmm. looking to make the connections um, in that trailer that would lead to like a ton of crazy analysis after it came out. And I think now that we know, we're like, oh shit, we should like pause this trailer to like look at all the moments, look at all the scenery. What does it mean? Because there is there is a crazy amount of symbolism to everything he does. Mm-hmm. Like he, he every like the fact that he's wearing like the Howard University, you know, yes. it's like it's things it's details like that that or even the I put five on it, like or I got five on it. Those are like super specific details that I don't think are like now we know to look for and it's both like kind of the demystification of it is kind of cool but also you know kind of a bummer because i feel like we walked in to get out having no idea we were gonna be hit with this wave of life but i love it i'm I'm super fucking happy for jordan peele oh definitely but i will say there is a particular uh caveat to overanalyzing shots in a trailer sure you know, so it's like you, you can't really go too far into analyzing specific shots out of context in a trailer yes. because, you know, there are often times where like lines that are in a trailer don't even exist in the movie. We learned this in Infinity War, right? Yeah. Like there are sequences of that trailer that are like people poured their heart and soul over and yeah. analyzing and then it turns out <laughs> they're literally either scrubbed or completely re- yeah, redone. <laughs> 100%. So it's yeah. like when it comes to the trailer, you kind of just have to take it True. on its own. And an over you know, over analysis of the trailer itself is sort of, you know, self-defeating or a little irrelevant because right. it could be something completely different in the movie. Mm-hmm. So to pause on a specific shot and kind of guess, oh, I think this is going to be this, doesn't really do any good right. because, you know, trailers are sort of made to deceive you in a sense correct yeah you know so yeah I especially think... a jordan peele trailer i'd have to imagine yeah. oh yeah and with as surreal as this looks too you know there's tons of different meaning you can read into it and even when you see it in context i'm sure there's plenty of different meanings you can get from just about everything that happens in the movie still i'm excited that like you know i think now the internet is in a place where it's like it's exciting and it's also a little bit of a bummer because like we won't walk in with the same kind of surprise. Like the Howard University sweatshirt won't mean quite as much as we as maybe yeah. after you watch Get Out, where you're like, oh my god, like that's why she was eating the cereal. You know what I mean? Yeah, stuff like that. But I disagree. I think it will. I trust Jordan Peele, and this is only going to be his second movie, no, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think he's still got that, and I think that I think that this will have plenty of surprises in store that he is smart enough to not reveal in the. Trailer. Is this a? This is a? Is this a? A summer movie? 
I think it is, right? You know, I actually didn't. I, I didn't write that. <laughs> I, um, I But I would imagine if we got a trailer just now, it's probably like a, a little bit. Probably yeah. a summer. Yeah, maybe spring, summer yeah. kind of movie. But yeah, cool. I'm excited for this. I mean, obviously, he's an Oscar-winning director. Good for him. Happy for him. Well-deserved. He's Get a voice on a Big movie. Mouth. You know, he's doing really yeah, well. right? <laughs> oh, Big Mouth is great. And it's funny because, like, between Key and Peel, like, when you watch Don't Think Twice, you think Keel of uh, Keel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm really Keel. drunk, you yeah, guys. Keel's great. Key is... Re- Keegan Michael Key kind of seems like the breakout star of the group, but I think it's really dope that Jordan Peele has made his place and kind of staked his claim as this amazing horror director, which feels off the wall, but also very yeah. in line with what Look, comedy is. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I just saying I, in the beginning, they're going to go in completely different directions, and I'm super excited to see that happen because I, I think love Keegan it. Michael Key is 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 a very talented actor who I think has shown enough depth. You know, both of them have, have proven yeah. far totally. outside the expectations of what that show was. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, for really two good. guys that started on Mad TV right. to have the careers that they have now, it's just kind of incredible. Absolutely. Mm. It's pretty um, nuts. You know, and I, I definitely think Key might be the better actor, but it, it is very exciting to see where Peel is going as far as like a creative aspect goes. 100%. Completely. Yeah. Completely. I'm happy for both of them. I'm oh, so happy. Me too. I it's just, good. I just want the best for them. Really. Right. You know? Like so wholesome and so good. And I even enjoyed Keanu. Just gonna toss that out there since right? we're talking about it. I enjoyed it. Are we, are we segueing? Is that a segue? It's a segue to the second of our horror double feature, Pet Cemetery. Kids used to dare each other go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. They feared it. Those woods belong to something else. The ground is bad. God! I watched it like two or three times when it first came out because the first time I saw it, I did not care for it very much. Um, I don't know what it was. It's not a fault with the trailer. I think it's with the movie. The kids with the masks seemed a little generic to me. And having just read the book, the kids with the mask doesn't really happen in the book. So to me, it seemed like a weird addition to sort of and just for like no reason so explain the plot of the book well okay so that's another thing with the trailer it's relying heavily on previous knowledge of either the original movie or the book to come out neither of which i have um so it's basically you find out this pet cemetery well not the pet cemetery itself but (laughs) there's a scene in the trailer where they show like this pile of wood Um, essentially it's like the deadfall, I think they call it. If you climb over that and hike through up to like this Indian burial ground, you bury something in there and it comes back to life. Uh, so the South Park episode actually with where Butters pretends to die. And then you have the old farmers like, yeah, a lot of history down that road. You don't want to bury your son there. That is actually the character from the OG pet cemetery. Got it. Um, 
So that's a plot to the movie. The trailer sort of doesn't really explain that. It's kind of hoping you either know what the plot to Pet Cemetery is or you've seen the movie, uh, which is still a solid movie, by the way, I will say. But there are scenes where kids, you know, bury animals in the Pet Cemetery. But as far as the masks go, that's not really a thing. So it seems kind of like a generic thing to add. Yeah. So that really turned me off when I first saw it. But I watched the trailer again. And upon seeing it again, I was like, okay, this does seem like a better movie than I initially anticipated. Plus, I like the directors. They did a movie called Starry Eyes, um, which is, you know, pretty twisted, kind of a slow burn, but the ending is really good. Um so I have faith in them to do a decent adaptation of this book, which is honestly one of my favorite Stephen King books. This um, is very much coming in a post-it world. Yes. You can feel that in this trailer, the way it's cut. kind of Definitely, yeah. Um, as most kind of Stephen King adaptations, I think, are at this point. Yeah, they uh, really bank on the fact that you know what the story is about because it is one of his more famous ones. It is something... That already has a movie. It's something that's been spoofed a bunch of times. You know, like I said, most famously with South Park. Right. So, you know, that character. And in fact, even um, uh, John Lithgow yeah. uh, chose not to do like a thick main accent because he felt it would be doing a disservice to Fred Gwynn's OG version of that same character. Right. So he just, you know, is doing a normal voice with it. He's not doing that accent, which even in the book, the accent is very thick. Um, and I kind of respect that he chose to do that because he's like, I wouldn't do it any justice, which is why I didn't even bother. And it's like, I respect when actors understand their understand, limitations. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's like, he's a professional enough, but that doesn't really have well, anything John to Lithgow do with John Lithgow is trailer. always going to sound like John Lithgow. Yeah. Always. Definitely. Has I, he ever not sounded like John Lithgow? I literally just think of Lord Farquaad. I'm sorry if that makes me a shitty person. It doesn't. Because that's one of his better roles, to be honest. Yeah, I like John Lithgow. I did write yeah. that uh, as dazed old man. Because yeah. we've gone down the road of him being a dazed old man. Like, pretty progressively for the past, like, ten years. Yeah. For that movie where he's with Alfred Molina, um, Dazed Old Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, him at the tail end of that one season of Dexter, Crazed Old Man. Yeah. Like, like now we're finally to, like, him telling actual prophecies. And I'm really into it. Like, that's, a, that's the John Lithgow that I want. I mean, when he was cast in this role, I was super excited for it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still excited to see what he does with the role. Like I said, I'm very excited for the movie. Just the emphasis on the kids with the animal masks seemed a little unnecessary to me. Well, I, But that's because I'm also sort of like a snob... For the book, for the original, and kids in animal masks is a little Well, I'll generic. say this. I mean, like, I, I have not seen the original. I've also not read the Stephen King book. And, yeah. like, watching this trailer, um, I, I, I feel like there was just a disconnect between what the, that there is something creepy happening on the house and the actual specificity of what the actual premise of the of the horror is. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like this trailer does a great job of communicating... I mean, beyond John Lithgow vaguely talking about it, like we don't really get a great kind of like either visual or or physical explanation of, of what the pet cemetery is beyond the fact that mm -hmm. like 
I know through lore that, like, you know, it's yeah. going to bring things back. But, like, I don't, you know... It the, kind of assumes yeah. that you know. Exactly. It makes a lot of assumptions. and, yeah. and to, But to the point where, like, I don't know those... I don't know enough of that actual lore to buy into it fully because like I'm watching this trailer hoping that I'm going to be reaffirmed of what I think and that and it does not do that so I'm kind of like now what did you think you know how when they first arrive and they're like oh it's so pretty and then there's a loud like jump with the truck driving by yes 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 like to someone who knows the story of what's going to happen, that truck driving by is a huge deal. Significant. Yes, but I'm like curious to know, like, did you read into that at no, all? No, it seemed like, like a, a, che- a cheap horror jump, jump scare, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, there that does come into play a bit more in the story, and I don't really want to give anything away. But when that happened, as someone who knows the story, I was like, oh, fuck, that's a good... Cool. You know, that's a good, like, way to show you just the surprise of when a truck like that rolls by right. you know yeah i guess that i that didn't do anything for me uh other than think like oh this is going to be a movie that has and i think that other rest of the trailer kind of does this too is like there are a lot of like kind of horror cuts to like this like kind of uh you know slow drum beat yeah um it's a trailer that i think could maybe be have been a little bit more snappily cut a little bit a little bit faster a little move or like at least you know, when you watch the It trailer, it's like it really felt like it was moving somewhere. And this yeah. trailer never feels feels like it actually, like, moves into something significant. Well, I guess that's because as far as, like, plot-wise goes, maybe four or five things happen in the whole story. You right. know? So it's like you have one, this happens, then this happens, then this happens, then the story is over. So there's not a whole lot of movement to the story itself. Versus it, where there are a thousand beats. Yeah, the whole thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the trailer definitely relies more on the name Pet Cemetery. Sure. Um, and for someone who's like particularly more into horror, the directors themselves might be a draw. But like I said, they did a movie called Starry Eyes, so it's pretty obscure. Jay, um, I, I think like. For me, also, not a great star power in terms of the cast. I mean, like, yeah. John Lithgow, you know, a, a known actor, a known commodity. Uh, Jason Clark, who we've already talked about one of his trailers on here. A, a good actor. Yeah. Who I kind of, who I think I disrespected a lot, maybe, already on this <laughs> podcast. Um, but, you know, not something, I, I, he's not a leading man in that kind of traditional sense. So I guess I kind of look at him like... And I don't even know who the female lead is. Uh, yeah. She seemed familiar, but She's I don't. She's been in a few things. She was in Alien Covenant. She was in Upstream yeah. Color, if you, uh, you know, saw yeah. either of those. Saw both of those things. Wouldn't have pinpointed her. Yeah, right? She's, uh, she's yeah, she, she's decent, but, you know. Seems like am... a lot to ride on the actual, you know, name, like the, the name Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Amy it's definitely. Yeah, yeah, like Simmets, yeah. I think. Yeah, I would know based on the name, wouldn't know based on yeah. anything else. Um, um, they're definitely hoping you just know the lore of Pet Cemetery, or you hear I laughed the a lot. name Stephen King. I laughed a lot that this says it's based on a Stephen King terrifying novel. I mean, Stephen King himself has even gone on record saying this is probably the most fucked up novel he's ever written. Um, but it's, it's one thing for Stephen King to say, and if they even pulled that quote, great. Yeah. To label it as a based on Stephen King terrifying novel, 
mean, I mean, I'm great. It's pretty terrifying now. Like, if you know the but movie. But based on what, a, like, like that's true. As a poll quote, as an introductory poll quote, that's an insane thing to just. Put I out. will say, at least they didn't put from the visionary directors because that Ugh. is one of the most that's overused. overused lines we in had trailer. one in the podcast yeah about visionary that. visionary directors. every that's why they're directors they're visionaries right. like to put their a goal is to put the director yeah, 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 yeah. is one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in a trailer and Agreed. it happens a lot so yeah. oh, I'm this just girl was in this girl was in stranger things for three episodes which neat as Becky Ives. Oh yeah, I think she was. Um, was Becky Ives. She was. You remember when Eleven in season two goes to find her mom in yeah. that great episode that everybody loved? Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah, just yeah. the Eleven episode yeah, in yeah. Chicago. She's not the mom, but she's like the older sister. Yeah, 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 I believe yeah. that is her. Uh, um, again, could, like. It, you yeah. could give me a lineup of women that look like her, I wouldn't be able to. Play. I mean, she was woman in bar and entertainment. Was that the Neil Hamburger movie? Yeah, yeah. 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 I fucking love that. Movie. I want to see it so badly. I I've saw not that. Seen it. I, I saw that movie at Sundance movie. Next Fest, and here's the thing: I saw the movie like in a theater at the LA premiere at Sundance Next Fest, and I saw the movie, and I felt very upset. And then I just kind of like having seen the movie, I felt safe. Mm-hmm. And then some. And then the director of Sundance programming came out and was like. Guys, I have a special surprise for you. It's Neil Hamburger. Oh, that's And then cool. Neil Hamburger was real, and I just felt like... like Why? Like, <laughs> like if you watched a movie, like a horror movie, and the horror movie monster, you're like, oh, that's like a real thing. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Neil Hamburger's fantastic. That was how I felt, and I just like... It was the most surreal moment of my entire life, and entertainment is one of my favorite movies. I mean, I'm well, a fan neat of that the. She was in it. Oh. It's yeah. so intense. She's a woman in a bar, and she like throws a drink on him at one point. Yeah, she's in that movie alert. for like a minute and a half. Spoiler like, alert! I don't feel like she's. <laughs> is that a spoiler? I don't think no, there are spoilers it's, it's for not. entertainment. It's really there are spoiler, spoilers. Don't go see it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch it at some point. It's so good. I, I love, love the comedy, so I'm gonna watch that. Ooh, you it's and I are just gonna like diverge on John C. Riley. You have to watch it. I've seen the comedy. Yeah, the last film paper I ever wrote was on the the last film review I ever wrote for and not favorable. Ah, uh, we can talk about it on a different part. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Invite no. me back on so we can so talk we can about discuss the entertainment and the comedy. Yes, I will movies. watch. I'll, I'll dig up my review. Uh, Definitely, I'm totally into that because yeah. I will defend the comedy till I die. There are interesting things happening in the comedy. Anyway, we <laughs> should jump into the rapid fire portion of the pod. First up, we have replicas. Keanu Reeves is an actor. He's in this movie. Yeah, it feels like they had a bot, like, write, a, they made a bot watch all of Keanu Reeves' movies, and then they had a, them, like, also watch Ex Machina, and they were like, can we have you make a movie that's like this? And then that's what they did. They made a Keanu Reeves Ex Machina. So the bit is that Keanu Reeves is a scientist, and he, like, defies morality to clone his well, dead he yells family. That he defies morality at one yeah. point, right? Yes. He defies morality to clone his dead family that died in a car crash so that he can live with them forever. But they're like still sentient, so at one point the clone wife is like, Whoa, I'm dead <clears throat> Yeah. And then and they this go on is the run, movie. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. guess. I don't know. That being said, I'm kind of a sucker for those types of like artificial intelligence movies 
Also, I do like Keanu Reeves. I have a soft spot for him. Is that Alice Eve? Is that his? Yes. His, okay. Because <laughs> I wrote down shit. After I like pieced together that I think that's who it is, I just wrote down, she's very good at acting like a bitch. <laughs> because it seems like she's just being a bitch in this whole movie, and then it's like, oh, she's like a sentient. Or like, yeah, uh, yeah, she's like a sentient robot. Presumably. She's a bitch. Yeah. Yes. But she seems like very uninterested in Keanu Reeves at the beginning, even though he's kind of trying to save her, or at least that's what's implied. I don't know. There are a lot of layers to maybe what's happening. Thomas Middleditch is in this trailer, which is fucking nuts. And then, like, <laughs> not gonna lie, Thomas Middleditch in a movie like this is sort of enough of a draw for me to be like, okay, I'll see what well, he does. He we were very we, serious. Yes. We were watching this trailer, and I was like, is that Thomas Middleditch? And you guys were like, yup. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we're here. You know, he, good for him for getting different roles, honestly. Good for yeah, different roles. As in, yeah, as in something that seems like it has zero humor in it. But techie love... douchebag? Yeah. Techie douchebag, but not like nerdy techie douchebag. Yeah, just like funny, an asshole. Not funny techie douchebag. Like someone who seems afraid at the at the power that is being wielded in this technology. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Also, this movie also says it's from the producers of Passengers and Transformers. Why would you put that? Not a Why big would draw. that be your selling point? I mean, maybe they're going for, like, you know, the Chinese markets, which fucking eat up Transformers. There's like, zero chance that's business. what's happening, though. I know, but, like, that's why we have five Transformers movies. It's because international markets eat that shit up. I've heard that Bumblebee is very good. Bumblebee's fine. But, like, we, uh, this is yeah. not from the producer of Bumblebee. It's from the producer of Transformers. And I just have to feel like, wait, what? Why would that be? And Passengers, people hate Oh, so Passengers would not a good be movie. like... This is a good idea. We no, should advertise yeah. it. Because it does kind of look and feel like Passengers, I guess, a little bit. Like, Yeah. I don't know. I, aren't there clones in Passengers? I don't know. Passengers is like, they're on like a hundred year mission to a different planet. But there's a weird reveal midway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. I mean, Passengers was not a great movie. So the fact that like that's the one they go with. Like, I understand Transformers. There's a name recognition to it. Yeah. Those movies make a lot of money. Clearly, somebody likes those movies. But Passengers was like kind of universally panned by everyone. It was a so blip to be like, yeah. yeah, oh, Passengers is like, oh, fuck yeah, I love Passengers. Let's go see this movie. I don't know if I'm swearing too much on this podcast. Uh, You're fine. fine. Okay. In regards to Keanu Reeves, we should probably be swearing more. Yeah. Um, We're yeah, like I mean, way below the bar. That trailer is nuts. And yeah. I don't. I don't feel good about anything that happened. I don't but, even feel like I got any good Keanu Reeves moments. I feel like a lot of Keanu Reeves trailers now kind of rely on the fact that we're like, oh, we're waiting for the fact that he's like Keanu Reeves and he's going to do something. And this trailer doesn't have a single one of those moments. But because he doesn't have that, it could either be either those don't happen in the movie or they're like letting you know Keanu Reeves is in it. Come see it for his moments. But... Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're going nowhere because yeah, Keanu Reeves has nowhere to go in this trailer. He's just no, sad. Yeah. He's sad because he killed his family in a car crash and then he cloned them and now they're no, back. he's sad because he needed something to do between John Wick and this was the thing that he got. Yeah. John right. Wick lost so much money. Uh, wait, did it? What? Or wait, what? am I thinking of the Disney one? What was the Disney one? You're thinking of 27 John Wick no, 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 no. There was a thing with a man on a planet. That lost Disney. John a ton of Carter. Money. Yeah, yes, that, that one. That, I can't promise you 
course, you could not be further away from John Wick. <laughs> John Carter! John, John Wick, Wick! Chapter 1 and 2. Phenomenal, phenomenal movies. Probably the, Very excited for You know what? You get me drunk three. enough, I'll tell you. They're the best movies that were ever made. I oh my care. god! The action is just gorgeous. You see in There's John Wick no 3, other way. He a, he's riding a horse yeah. and he points a gun at that guy on the horse With who's the riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking dope. Oh, I'm man. so excited for And he looks real three. good in a suit. And I just watched Destination Wedding, another movie like Replicas <laughs> that is, should not be seen by anyone and definitely was made between the John Wick <laughs> movies. You watch Destination Wedding? God damn right I, I will did. Say I felt real bad so, about it. That and makes me is, so happy. This was actually the point I was going to make earlier that I forgot. As far as a trailer stand point goes highlights keanu reeves highlights the plot of the movie it lets you know what you're getting and there is a particular type of audience that likes movies like this i would probably have to include myself in just sort of dumb sci-fi movies so as far as the trailer itself goes it's rather effective in terms of Letting you of know being what a you're getting. Sci-fi original movie. Yes, yeah. it's a sci-fi. Yeah, a Sci-Fi Channel original movie, yeah. <laughs> starring Keanu Reeves. And if you're cool with that, go see it. If not, then you know, obviously, see it and shit on it, or or don't. But the trailer itself, I thought, was like kind of effective in terms of promoting what the movie is and what it has going for it. Speaking and it's of not a, shitting not a on bad it. Trailer. Speaking of shitting on it, I feel like we should move on to sex education because I feel like neither of you like the trailer for sex education. I like I like the sex positivity in this trailer. Sex yeah, education, like, we should say. Oh, also we should note that both replicas, sex education, and the next trailer we're about to talk about all come out tomorrow on the 11th of January. Uh, sex education will be out on Netflix, uh, and it is one of these things where they just dropped the trailer a week prior. Yeah, we can get a little bit more into that maybe on the next trailer as well and discuss the netflix thing for a brief moment but sex education one of these it's like a british uh coming of age story if you will these all feel like like seven or eight on the blacklist scripts that have been kicking around for a couple years that netflix is like yeah okay yeah netflix you're greenlit um this feels yeah, like right. a movie that the bbc made and then like did not yeah. yeah. Um, I like the sex positivity. I like encouraging, you know, teens and young adults to explore their sexuality and all that. There's yeah. a, there's a there's a lesbian kiss in this trailer, which I'm all about. Good for them. And it showed the the guy sort of dressed in drag as like a as a woman. So you know, it yeah. seems like it might touch upon some rather progressive themes for 2018, 19. People are experimenting. Um, I like that for this trailer. And I will say, last year Netflix put out a movie called Alex Strange Love about a kid who had a girlfriend but he was like kind of questioning if he was or was not gay and this sort of seems like the British equivalent of it in terms of just its frank discussion about teenage sexuality and how modern sexuality goes beyond just like gay straight man woman and there is something to be said about that fact and you know agreeing with Kate it is rather sex positive in terms of like Whatever you're into, you're into, and that's cool. You should embrace that. So good on Netflix for embracing, you know, such themes and messages. That being said, the trailer does sort of come across as a little generic in its It's sense. very generic. It's super yeah. stale feeling. It feels like yeah. not just a trailer we've seen a bunch of times before, but kind of like 
has no particular beats. I wrote down this is one of the rare trailers I think I've ever seen where there's a non-diegetic needle drop in the trailer. <laughs> like, they put that, there's a moment where someone literally, like, does an actual needle drop. And then, like, it's not, you know, most of the time in any trailer or movie, when you see that happen, it leads to the actual, like, a, a new sound or music coming in. It's ushering in an actual musical beat. Yeah. This has literally none of that. The same song is playing. I was like, what's the point? Like, yeah. what a missed opportunity to do anything in this trailer. Agree. And that kind of is like, I feel like super emblematic of how kind of like bullshit, wishy-washy this kind of trailer is. But at the same time, like, I think this feels a lot like Charlie Bartlett, which is a, a nice little Anton Yeltnik, uh, Robert Downey Jr. movie that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Pretty indie, you know, uh, or like faux indie or whatever. I don't think it made a lot of money. But I feel like it, it was a fun movie that like did a similar kind of thing. It, it, it worked with like a, the kind of boarding school-ish elements of things and this is definitely like a movie that's in the boarding school. Uh, the basic premise of this movie though is that like because this kid's mom is a sex therapist that means that he can be a sex therapist which seems like an insane that, premise yeah, to go that's, on. Yeah. That's a pretty big jump to be like your mom is you know went to school and is qualified for this you're like a 16 year old kid you're also qualified. Right. You'll be good at this like, too. Um okay sure why anyone would trust a 16 year old boy <laughs> to be a sex therapist is beyond me. Go for but, it. You know, again, in terms of just explaining what the movie is, you kind of know what you're getting. If you're into the idea of, oh, I'm curious to see like a modern day high school tale with more than just your typical binary identifications. Right. You know, sure, some of the jokes might have fallen flat, but at least you know what you're getting. And in terms of that, it's rather effective as far as a marketing strategy goes. It just... You know, and also, too, like, the way things are cut, sometimes jokes don't land like they do in the movie. So if well, this movie something 100% opens with the line, I notice you were pretending to masturbate, <laughs> yeah. which is an insane thing for a mom to say to What her does son. that even mean? How does she know that? Yeah. How is he pretending to masturbate? And does that mean what? he was, like, consciously aware of his mom knowing he was masturbating? So he's like, oh, I need to masturbate so she thinks I'm masturbating? Like, so I, that's I thought, a weird concept. I thought about this a lot. <laughs> Let me walk you through some stuff. Here, I'm going to take a sip of this gin and then I'll walk you through it. Okay. Go for it, CJ. We're, we're here for you. We support you. Okay, so. I was pretend. I noticed you were pretending to masturbate. Either she walked in on him and he was masturbating and then she was like, I'm going to justify this and rationalize this as him pretending to masturbate which is an insane thing for her to think because she's a sex therapist. So there's no reason that that would be on the table. Yeah. Let's scratch that. Second thing, he has <laughs> never masturbated, but has only seen like visual interpretations of what it is. And so is instead like crumpling up like fucking like Kleenex or some shit, but there's nothing in it, which means that the mom has now investigated that there's nothing in it. And then is like, yo, you have been pretending to masturbate. How? Like, like that's I mean, all I could get to. I mean, I don't know any sex therapists. I didn't have a parent that was a sex therapist. Knock on maybe wood. that's I'll a never thing they one. do. You know, maybe they're like, oh, my teenage son is masturbating. Let me make sure he's actually masturbating and is like a healthy teenager. I don't really know. You know, so like maybe there's a whole like secret like my parent is a sex therapist world that I'm not aware of. 
would but, 100% watch a movie about that instead yeah, of this, by the way. Right? Them right? investigating the underground world of parent sex therapists. Yeah, right? This is a podcast, so this is not a visual medium, but I'm just shaking my head right now. Parent like, sex therapists no, is a great you. name for an album. Though. No, yeah, Or thank like a good like, punk band. For sure. Ooh, we boy. are parent sex therapists. No, thank you. The last trailer we have to discuss is The Last Ooh. Laugh. Uh, which is a movie starring uh, Richard Dreyfus and Chevy Chase, two notorious assholes. We're coming. Is Richard up. Dreyfus an asshole? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, both I of them are curmudgeony fucking. Bitch. I mean, I knew Chevy Chase was like a bona fide asshole. Well, that all came no out through idea. the community stuff. But Chevy, yeah. uh, Richard Dreyfus, notoriously on all the sets he was ever on, people were like that guy's kind of a fucking dick. Oh fuck! I didn't know that. That's yeah. upsetting. Which I think is really funny because they either one hundred percent get along or yeah. they or really they hate hated each other. each other throughout the entirety of this movie. Yeah, I mean. It's like a strange What About Bob movie, I feel like, Arguably, right? well, What About Bob is just made me really sad. Yes, 100%. It's not a funny movie. No, it's not It's really at all. fucked up. Very it's dark. really sad. Very upsetting. I just felt so bad for Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Oh, it's I haven't really either, but I mean, this movie is not dissimilar, because it does feel like he's like kind of taking advantage of someone yeah. who he like used to like help out in a weird mentory kind of role. I mean, I I'll, I'll say two things. One, one of the best trailers I've ever seen oh cut boy, ever. Oh boy. Um, Why two, do you think that? I mean, no reason, you oh. know. I just watch it. I get it. It's funny. It's, you know, timely. It's it's just you great. You didn't have you know? a weird hand in helping I didn't cut it, did at you? all know at all, anybody right? involved in <laughs> this trailer you didn't know anyone not at all you know so i just think just it's think really like a, good look guys he just thinks it's a perfectly From good trailer a completely objective you know viewing it's one of the most perfect look, guys, trailers get, I've guys, ever guys, seen. Guys, 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 get off his dick. He thinks it's a perfectly cut yes. trailer. He thinks it's, it's a top five trailer he's ever seen. 100%. It's amazing. You know, one well of the produced, best trailers. Well-finished, well too. You know, prepped and sent to Netflix beautifully. Beautifully. Um, that and no one said, can fight you on that. No, you cannot fight me. Come How at me. How could you? Come at me. You know, at me. What's your Twitter? Let, me. It, let the people know. It's just at Alex Mandanak. I so like it. at me fight and him. do it. I will Fucking fight you to the fight death. Fucking fight him. He'll um, fight you. That being said, the Chris Parnell bit where it's like, oh, I'm just supposed to accept you found yourself at 80. And he goes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drama over. Yeah. Like, what? That's what do you the say whole to movie. That? Yeah. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, like that's it. That's the whole conversation of them being like, "What are you doing, Dad? I'm finding myself." Okay. Yeah, yeah, done. <laughs> done. Done. Like, it doesn't seem like there's any real drama to the movie itself, but I cannot emphasize enough how well this trailer is. <laughs> uh, this is you a good know, time. Where do you work, Alex? Uh, it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fun to me is watching this right. Coming right off the Christmas season, where everyone has watched Christmas Vacation. So we're all very fresh on, like, young Chevy Chase. And so now I'm seeing old Chevy Chase, and it's interesting to kind of compare the two, I think. Yeah, he looks like he ate Chevy Chase. Um, <laughs> so Kate McCucci, Andy McDowell, Chris I love Parnell. her! I love Kate McCucci so much. What an insanely I mean, all weird three, cast. Yeah, yeah, all three of the people you mentioned. Could do better. Yeah, but also, like, that's kind of the power of Netflix, no, you know? Did they either get the star power? Did yeah. either of you see the little hours? 
No, that's I the, loved like it. the nun movie. You didn't like it? I didn't know what they were going for. Was it a comedy? Was it a drama? It's weird. Like kind of weirdly it's kind of like up. the comedy in a lot of ways. Yeah. But weird like, nuns. I liked it. I loved Kate Micucci and, yeah. and Albert Plaza and the nuns making out. Maybe I should give it another chance because I, I don't know. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, but it might have been because it was different than what I was expecting. Mm. I think we got to like the weird like witch dancing orgy scene. And yeah, then I was like, eh, it's not for me. Kate Micucci is now sounds awesome. like it's very much for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, oh god, I have the hiccups. The only other thing that I have to say about this is that like the Netflix old people demographic is amazing. Like, like this is one hundred percent like an algorithm driven movie. Oh, it's the I... same people who loved Chuck Lorre's The Kaminsky Method. Yes, starring. And Alan Alda and, and Michael Gracie. Douglas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know. you mean Grace and Frankie? Grace and Frankie, whatever one of the two. Frank same and Gracie, who cares? Yeah, same thing. It's thing. the same movie. Um, or TV show. TV show. So yeah, and that's a, Netflix too, they have these particular markets cornered in terms of like the elderly population with this and Kaminsky Method and Grace and Frankie. They also have like the mom-com uh, market sort of cornered too. Well, like set it up and the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just things that it's like that moms would enjoy. You know, it's like, oh, I'm a mom, I'm cool. I yeah, like they've really like doubled down on the fact movies. that they know that old people, older people, figured out how to use Netflix. Yeah, my grandfather included. Like, he'll 100% watch this. He'll be like, oh, it was like Last Vegas or whatever, like bullshit that was. That being said, I kind of enjoyed Last Vegas. This is insane. This uh, is the only time we'll ever have someone on the pod who saw Last Vegas. I, well, I watched. <laughs> It with both of my grandfathers. There you go. Oh my god. Um, I'm also a 65 year old. Man. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I've, you guys don't know this, but Alex is 65. I I love Bridge of Spies. <laughs> so just saying, I am an old man. You know, not gonna lie, The Last Laugh is kind of a movie that sort of tailors to my tastes. But that being said. I don't know. I mean, the trailer is effective in it's terms of, fine. like, you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's, it's very Obviously, straightforward. Don't, yeah, don't watch it if you didn't like the trailer. Watch it if you're like, I like those actors. That looks cute. You know? I will watch it solely really based say. on the fact that I really want to watch and, like, analyze how much I think those two guys fucking hated working with Oh, I'm person. sure they hated each That's other. That's the only thing I want to watch. Like, I want to I want to sure. know how much they fucking I hated I wish we had guys. the dailies for that movie. Oh, but we me didn't, too. We didn't that would be beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. would have been great. Alex, what do you got to promote? You got Twitter, yeah, but, you got yeah, but, uh, Instagram, you got uh, uh, things. Anything? Yeah, my Instagram is just at Alex Mandinac. That's M-A-N-D-I-N-A-C-H. Cool. My Instagram is at P Billingsley, but the S is a five. Um, Classic. Yeah. Well, Hell cause, yeah. Because my Twitter handle is P Billingsley, but the S is a dollar sign. Mm. Instagram is not as liberal, so it wouldn't let me do that. So I had to put it as a five. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, big fan of Peter Billingsley, you know, star of A Christmas Story and producer of a surprising amount of Vince Vaughn movies. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> He has beautiful Come blue on the eyes. pod. Yeah. You know, come on the pod, Peter Billingsley, Peter Billingsley. If you would yeah. love to come on this podcast, 
I will be here. I won't be on the podcast, but I'll You'll shake your watch. hand and just be like, "My God, you're you're an idol to me." It's I look, it's also, by the um, way, weird that he's an idol because Alex is again sixty five years old. I am a sixty five year old man. Idols. A Christmas Story is the best Christmas movie. I love Tossing it. Tossing that out there right now. I um, legit love it so much. And um, as far as TV shows go, because I heard you on the last uh, episode talking about them, watch Comedy Central's Corporate. Oh yeah, corporate good. Uh, canceled, right? No, it's got a second season. It's got a second. It's season. coming oh, yeah. out soon. Yeah, corporate. So good I've for seen it. those ten episodes twice. Probably gonna watch them a third time relatively I like soon. I like that. Hilarious thing, yeah. and dark. Uh, and yeah, that's all I got to say. Kate, I this f- is coming out next week. What do you got? I feel like I've had the hiccups for like the last ten minutes of this podcast, and I'm very sorry. But I, but please follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. Like the big, excuse me, the big spill episode is like where I'm the drunkest, but this one, excuse me, I'm so drunk and I'm just like quiet. And I'm just like, I'm just gonna let this, hap- this happen and slowly wait until I can just lay down. So please follow me at KBZ on Instagram. Um, for the podcast, we are at tri- Trailer Trashed Pod on Instagram and at T Trashed Pod on Twitter. <laughs> We're going to let you struggle through this. I will, I will make us. it. I will make it. No, it's great. I, I run it and it's really good. <laughs> I just, I need to lay down and have, have a glass of water. This is good. Anyways, CJ, what do you have to plug uh if you're listening to this right now you should definitely check out all the end of the year music covers that we put out uh on marygroundmagazine.com we have uh tons of good stuff top 50 albums top five vps best new artists best artists all sorts of stuff uh huge team of writers uh who busted their ass during the holiday season to bang some stuff out and it's really good and our list is unlike anyone else's shit and uh if you're looking for stuff to listen to kind of Right after the holiday break and kind of in this weird, you know, the holiday taint, as it were, kind of in between the new year starting and the holidays, like, come on, uh, jump on in. We got some cool stuff. Um, we have a Kanye West piece dropping. I think it should be out when this comes out. Um, and beyond that, I got nothing. Uh, this podcast. Oh, uh, I was on Mary Go Roundtable with mm. Thomas, uh, uh, our editor-in-chief, and we talked about music and stuff. And so go ahead and give that podcast a subscription uh, if you haven't already. And Do it. It's and good. Rate us. Uh, review us. Five stars. Subscribe. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And, yeah, spread the word. Um, <laughs> let us know if, what you thought of all these trailers were because we uh, – <laughs> I guess we're talking about them for our health, but we also... I have the hiccups so bad. For your health. For your health. health. But we actually also aren't because we're drinking a lot, so please do it because uh, it's actually anti-health. We love doing this, though. This is super fun. I have the hiccups, and we look forward to it all week, and I'm so glad that Mandy is here. I mean, I had a great time. Thank you guys for Was it everything you thought me. it'd be and more? Oh, even more. Even more. Yay! This was great. Thank That's you so much for having tour. me. Woo! We love yeah. you, man. You're the fucking bomb. Love you guys, too. This is CJ's the fucking bomb. You're all the fucking bomb. Shut up. <laughs> guys.
Please don't make me do another shot. We I won't. will die. All right. Uh, see you guys next week. We Cheers. love you. Yay. Bye. Oh, follow us. Did I say that? At T Trash Pod on Twitter did, yes. and yeah, Instagram. Yeah, already happened. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I did it. All right, bye. Bye. We love you. <laughs>